right, this is Dark Days Radio. I am one of your hosts, Mike, and tonight for a very special episode, I'm joined by, of course, Chig. Evening, Mike. And Matt. How's it going, Matt? Hello, it's going all right. I guess before we get into our our kind of like spur-of-the-moment actual play here, which we'll uh, explain in a little bit, uh, what has everyone been up to uh, for, for gaming? Chig, what have you been up to? Well, recently uh, we uh, concluded the game that we were running, a uh, fifth edition D and D game, cool. and that eh, it was a little uh, unsatisfying. Bummer. Uh, and yeah, it happens. And uh, after a uh, short stint playing some uh, board games, we are now doing a Through the Breach game from uh, Weird Miniatures. Very good. Very good. Cool. And uh, Matt, what are you doing? Well, still not doing much in the way of tabletop gaming. Um, I recently played through Dragon Age 1 and 2, and then this week I've been playing Destiny 2, because that just came out for PC. Nice, excellent, cool. And uh, gaming-wise for me, uh, I went to a Vampire the Eternal Struggle Tournament a couple weeks back, so that was good. And uh, I'm also planning a Dark Ages Mage game, for PAX Unplugged. It's already on the schedule. I'm pretty psyched for it, so it should definitely be a good time. If you're going to PAX Unplugged, hit me up. Uh, game should be running from 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Saturday night into, well, I guess Sunday morning. How'd you do in that uh, card tournament there? Uh, terrible. Terrible, Chig. So I showed <laughs> up, fun fact, I showed up to a Vampire the Eternal Struggle tournament with a werewolf deck, and uh, it wasn't super effective, I guess. I don't know. I guess werewolves like can't huh. vote in vampire politics. That sucks. That's racist. <sighs> Tell me about it. You should up with a mage deck and turn all the vampires into lawn chairs. Uh, not sure if the mage deck can do that. I'm not even sure if there is a mage deck. I'll have to look into it, man. But uh, maybe next time. Maybe next time we'll show up another goofy deck and see what happens. Cool. So, I think it's time to uh, just kind of talk about the actual play that we're going to be doing today, because, you know, we're originally going to do an episode, a uh, traditional Dark Days episode today, but uh, Chris was kind of under the weather, so he wasn't able to finish reading uh, A Thousand Years of Night, and Chig and I were going to review this other book, but uh, we, we, kind of, we kind of lost interest in it um, uh, this week as, as things were coming about. So, as such, Matt here suggested hey why don't we play some gamma world fourth edition D slash seventh edition whatever edition it's actually called seventh edition gamma world yes indeed but it's based off of D fourth edition which i should remind listeners matt and i constantly butt heads about we're always debating we're always arguing but i think today we're gonna come together for an awesome game of gamma world right that's my plan. All right, good. We'll see how badly I fuck it up. No, no, no. <laughs> It'll be fine. So do we want to uh, talk about the mechanics a little bit of Gamma World before we get started, just to uh, kind of clue people in to uh, how the game works, or uh, maybe just talk about our characters? Well, Gamma World 7th Edition, as you mentioned, is based heavily on 4th Edition D&D. It follows the, sta- the same at-will, encounter, utility, daily system that 4th edition D&D uses, but very, very simplified. There are no classes in Gamma World. Instead, you roll twice on a table, 
and that gives you two mutations that you then fuse together into a single abomination of a character. Each mm -hmm. mutation gives you an at-will power and determines your stats so that you always have a high value in the stats that matter to you. Everything else That's is pretty handy. Mostly, you know, unimportant, but um like you you they call them your origins, your mutations give you bonuses to skills, they influence what at will powers you have access to, what encounter powers you have access to, and as you level up you get to pick and choose from your two origins until at 10th level you have everything. Nice. I like it. Yeah, definitely character creation was so much fun for this game. Very quick, very easy. Uh, I actually made a character in about eight minutes just before uh, we started recording, so it was uh, very simple to do, yet quite a bit of fun, very flavorful. So uh, just kind of introduce my character. I'm going to be playing Igneous George. He is a, uh, a simian pyrotechnic, so he's a mutant monkey with fire powers. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty neat little character who uh, I think is going to have a lot of fun serving his dark, vile master. Hi, I'll be playing the dark, vile master, uh, master the uh, man in yellow. Uh, I'm a friendly, convivial guy who is uh, one part mind breaker and one part mind coercer, so I'm pretty good at mind stuff. And me and my little buddy George here, we're going to come to town. We're going to wreck stuff. We're going to take over. We might help. We're probably just going to ruin things, though. Sounds like the plan, Master. <laughs> I, I thought we were calling you the man with the yellow sign. <laughs> no, I'm the man in yellow. Oh, that's not a good one, though. I almost uh, went with the man in the pallid mask, but, you know, hmm. decided against it. And I'm playing the character that Mike rolled up shortly before the game, just so we have another warm body on the field. Wheels McGee, who is a ghost in a, an electric wheelchair. Yes, his, his fetter was the electric chair that he was executed in, so we put wheels on it so he can remain mobile. Nice. Yep, and he's our spooky element to the party. Because, you know, it is almost a darkness podcast. A spooky element when we have a literal Lovecraftian demigod walking around, too. Yeah, that helps, too. All right, then. Since we were playing Gamma World, and Gamma World 7th Edition is all about randomness and wackiness, before we start, there are two decks that you get to draw through as the game progresses. One of them is Alpha Mutations, and the other one is Omega Tech. Now, Alpha Mutations, um, since we're starting off at level one, you, we each only get one Alpha Mutation to start. But at the end of every combat, you return that Alpha Mutation to the deck and draw a new one. Omega Tech, you scavenge one before each game session, and you keep it through that session. Now, what happens is you expend the tech, and once it's expended, it's gone. But sometimes after you expend it, you can roll to salvage it, and that's depending on whatever skill check that particular Omega Tech happens. And if you are able to scavenge it, then it becomes a weaker version, but you get to keep it forever. Hmm. And during the adventure translation, after every single encounter there are opportunities to scavenge more Omega Tech. Sweet. All right, cool. And as mentioned, this is based off of 4th edition, vaguely. So you 
still have like your second wind, but I believe it heals you for more because healing surges are no longer a thing. Uh, yeah, second wind uh, is once per encounter. It's a minor action. You regain hit points equal to the bloodied value and gain a plus two to all defenses until the start of your next turn. It's a minor action? Yes, that is correct. Jesus. Okay, yeah, this is way easier than fourth edition then. We're all <laughs> about the action. Yeah. No, because because in fourth edition, second wind is a standard action and it's almost always a bad idea unless you are literally about to die. That sounds like a good improvement. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we get started, let's find out what horrible mutations and interesting tech you guys have discovered on your travels so far. Oh, yes. The best Thrice. part. You have a bio mutation known as carapace. You have a plus two power bonus to AC and take a minus one penalty to speed. And you can overcharge that to get a to increase it to a plus four bonus AC for that round. But if you fail, then um, you cocoon yourself in your own shell, save ends, and can't take any actions. But you get a plus ten bonus to AC. <laughs> okay, I'm uh, one of those two Pokemon's. There are actually more than two now. You could be a Kakuna, though, because the Kakuna's yellow. Yes, I'm Kakuna. All right, Ig Igneous George. Aha, <laughs> okay. You have a bio-adaptation. You can breathe water. Um, great, great. And you can overrun... <laughs> you can overcharge it to spit on people. No, you can overcharge it to communicate mentally with fish. Jesus Christ. Ah, okay, no, this is great. This is great. This is going to come up. Hi, Aquaman. And if you fail the overcharge roll, instead you only think you can communicate with fish. <laughs> okay. Great. Either way it works. And Wheels McGee has porcupine quills. Okay. Ghostly porcupine quills. Yep. Sure, why not? Or they could be growing out of his wheelchair. Electric wheelchair. Okay, so those are the elf mutations um, for Omega Tech. You know, I Bryce. almost pledged Omega Tech back in high school. Back in college. You have an alien gamma ray gun. Okay. It is a one-handed ranged weapon, and, one, and once you can shoot one person range 10 for... The attack roll is level plus six versus will, so seven versus will. And if you hit, you deal 48 plus your wisdom modifier plus twice your level necrotic damage, and the target falls unconscious. In addition, you also fall unconscious. Okay, so it's a nap gun. The flavor text puts it as a sleepy time gun. Igneous George, you get... Erratic Rifle Hound. This, this metallic robot erratically follows you around on three steel legs. Once hmm. per encounter, you can activate the Hound in an adjacent square. It occupies a square. Enemies can't move through it. And then once per round, as a minor action, you can command it to bark lasers at somebody. All right, sweet. His bark is but worse if than it his misses, bite. it, as a free action, it instead attacks you. Oh. Um, 
okay, it's probably going to kill me then, but that's part of the fun. That's part of the fun of this game. And I have... Wheels McGee has a optic neurojack that he can plug into the back of his wheelchair that lets him roll twice to make percept when he makes perception checks, but if either one is a natural one, the effect ends and he's blinded. All right, cool. Now then, the adventure, the steading of the Iron King. It started a month ago. A robot rolled down from the foothills to the village edge to the village's edge. The ancient device buzzed and blinked, then exploded. The same thing happened the next day, and the next, and almost every day since. However, on at least four occasions, the robot succeeded in reaching the village periphery, buzzed, blinked, and fired a rocket at the wall, without much effect. What the hell is going on up in the foothills? Now, you guys can investigate this adventure before we go off on it. So, choose a skill and roll for it. Hmm, okay. Um, I think I would like to ask uh, the people of the town what they know about uh, what's going on up in the hills. Like, you know, are there any, you know, town lore that, you know, there's a crazy mad scientist up there or maybe, you know, a scary elf or whatever? I don't know. I'll ask around. So, see what the word around town might be. So you roll interaction. Uh, so that gets me a 23. So I'll, uh, you know, go to... One of my local contacts, I'll go down to uh, Jimmy's Bar and Grill, order a, a nice rack of ribs, get my corner booth, and I'll say, Hey, Jimmy, what, uh, what's going on up there in the, uh, in the hills outside of town? Where, where are all these robots coming from? Where, you know anything? You hear anything? You got your ear to the ground. What's, what's going on out there, Jimmy? Apparently, about five years back, a contingent of cryptic alliance known as the Archivists visited the village. The Archivists stayed only a few days, but asked many questions about robots. Had anybody in the village ever seen one? Found any old ruins up in the foothills containing robots? And so on. The villagers answered no to all these questions. Also, there's a group of batters that have a steading up in the foothills. The mutated humanoid badgers are cruel and violent and have raided the village and other nearby communities in the past years. However, they aren't really known for their ability to program robots. Hmm. Yes, there are anthropomorphic badgers called batters. Well, they can't be much better than me. Thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate it. Great ribs. Hmm. Interesting. So I think uh, while the man in yellow is uh, talking to people in town, clearly Igneous George has been sent off to his own expedition around town, and I have pretty good nature, so I'm going to try to roll that to see if I can find any interesting clues out in the woods. And I got a 21. Well, as you are exploring around the outskirts of the town, you find the place where the villagers have been um, hauling the pieces of blown-up robots into a growing scrap pile. As you look through the Detrius, you find that some of the bits have ancient letters stamped on them. Stipendico Security. Stipendico Security? I've never heard of anything like this before. Hmm, interesting. I should go find the master and tell him. Good, yes. I'm going back to town now. And where am I going to find the master? Perhaps the ribs place. Because for some reason he has a predilection for animal flesh that's been cooked by fire oh there you are master george what have you learned 
I have to uh, stand five feet away from uh, anyone in existence because my fiery aura will uh, cause five damage to anyone I'm adjacent to. And it doesn't say I can turn that off. So I constantly need to be five feet away from anybody. Just FYI. The master knows this, of course. Master, master, I know. I found it. Stampco. There's Stampco robots, all of them. Stampco, you say? Stepentico. Yes, Stepentico. That's what I thought you said. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm such an inferior. My mind is small because I'm a monkey. I'm yes, sorry. Yes. I'm sorry, this is, master. This is all very true. Hold my ribs and keep them warm. We're, we need to I go shall. find Although yes. I should note that my fiery aura does not affect uh, non-living things. So well, I have to shoot fireballs at it. You can still keep them warm. You're okay, on fire. It's all right. Where is that ghost that we sometimes command? <laughs> oh, oh yes, Wheels McGee. Yes, where is yeah. Wheels McGee? He's so spooky. And we don't see him sometimes because he's invisible. But we see his chair. The wheelchair rolls up outside the building and squeaks ominously. Oh, spooky. Oh, that's right. Uh, Jimmy never put in that ramp, so this is not uh, an ADA-compliant rib joint. We better go outside and see what Wheels has found. Very good, Master. I shall follow you five feet away. Good, good, monkey. Good. Come, George. Wheels, what have you learned about these strange robots that keep breaking down and exploding outside of town? Squeak, 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 squeak. Wheels, I, I don't want to pet your mouse. Uh, just just t- tell me what you've learned. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Yes, it is a very impressive, very impressive mouse, Wheels. We all know this, but use your words, please. Just tell me what you've learned. Master. I'm a ghost! Master! I'm sorry, I haven't continued my ghost language lessons yet. I can't translate for you. Well, we maybe have he group... can. Maybe he can tell us things through pantomime. We have group telepathy, so he should just be able to, you know, use his brain instead of his words to tell oh, us yes. what's going on. I forgot about that special power we have. have a brain. His creepy undead ghost brain. <laughs> As an elder tour from beyond, you think I'd be used to this kind of craziness, but he's still a freak. I need to stop laughing. My jaw hurts. Wheels <laughs> right, McGee pop- has found the trail that the that the uh, robots have been following out of the hills. Excellent work, Wheels. Excellent work. Wheels, have you, as an ancient dead person who uh, was killed here some time ago... Have you ever heard of a company called Stupendico? Yes, they made really shitty TVs. Really shitty televisions. George, did, they, did any of these crashed robots have shitty television parts inside of them? I don't know. Did they game a master? N- no, they didn't. No, but some of them did have cathode ray tubes <laughs> ah cathode rays the most deadly of all tube rays well mm. well george can you think of any anything else that you'd like to do before we leave town and investigate where these crazed killer robots are coming from no master i'm all well prepared with my giant 
obnoxiously and comically large elephant gun. Excellent. Excellent. And you still have my leftover ribs. Yes, master. Here they are, but don't come within five feet of me. I'll put them on the ground Good. in this clean Good. spot right here, and you can pick them up. I want to snack on those while we while we travel this path. That, very good, uh, very good, master, master, master. Have I been a good boy? You have been a very good boy, George. Can I have a banana? You may have half of a banana now and half later. I don't want you to ruin your lunch. <clears throat> yes, good master. Nom, 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 nom. Wheels, show us the way. The wheelchair rolls off up a off a path towards the ridge line in the foothills. Um, the old trail you have discovered while backtracking the robot's trail skirts a glowing crater and ends at the base of a rough-hewn stone tower, where batters carrying crossbows stand watch, supported by porkers carrying flails. I'll get, I no points for guessing what porkers are. Are they fat mm. dudes? <laughs> they are fat pig dudes. Okay, are they green? No. Can, can they be green for this adventure so we can fight Gamorrean guards? Yes, they can. Okay. Master, 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 quickly, quickly, eat your ribs. If the porkers catch catch wind of your... Are those pork ribs or beef? Well, they're pork, of course. Oh, no. Oh, only, no. Only the they'll, purest of porker ribs will do for oh, me. You know what they do to pork eaters? They try to, 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 to extract the pork from your intestines. Well, I mean, they can have it, but they're going to have to wait a few hours. But they'll do it now. You know how the porkers are. Yes, a primitive also, culture. Also, I just realized we should have gotten some grease in town to grease the wheels of wheels over here. No, 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 no. The, the squeak is part of the uh, the scary. It's good. Oh, right. <laughs> it is creepy. One of, the bat- one of the batters approaches you and screeches in its horrible... In his horrible voice, get away, get away! You do not, you do not belong here, my friend, my friend. I belong wherever I go, and George here is my companion, and uh, Wheels McGee is our guide. So, if where I go, they go, and where I go, I belong. Therefore, that we all belong here. Clearly, you can see such a thing. Yes, master, most logical. Now, just just stand aside, and we'll continue on our way. We're looking we're looking for the source of these robots that have been coming to to town recently. I don't suppose you've seen any robots coming down this path, have you? No, no, no robots here. No, no. Hmm. A likely story. How'd they get past you? No robots have gotten past. No robots have come from here. Hmm. Well, keep an eye out. Wheels squeaks at you. You realize he's lying, right? Of course I realize he's lying. He's a batter and his mouth is moving. Wheels. I say this telepathically. Wheels, how dare you question the master? Because I'm a ghost and he can't do anything to me. This hasn't already happened. It's true. He is quite resistant to psychic damage. Yeah, well, I need better companions. Well, thank you. I'm better. sorry, Master. I'll we'll try to be better. We'll no, continue on. No, no. The Iron King has demanded that we stay here and guard this fort. The Iron King? Yes, the Iron King. A brilliant man with a shiny crown who promises us great things. 
If you get out of our way, I promise we'll leave you alive. We will kill you instead. Oh, you tried so hard. So, so we roll, roll initiative, initiative now. <laughs> Yay! Uh, I got a two. Is that with your initiative? Uh, that's with my bonus. Okay. Who wants to keep track of initiative for me? I got a seven. I can keep track of initiative. Wheels got a 15. Hey, go wheels. And since I'm paring down the encounters, since there's fewer of us than recommended, the batter has... Also has a 15. And the porker has a 19. Huh. It was fast for a chubby dude. Apparently. Alright then. The porker charges at the annoying man in yellow who was yelling bad things about his master, the Iron King. And also the man who's paying him. Oh no, Master, he caught wind of your pork. That was the sauce, I assure you. He attacks. What's your armor class? Yeah, he missed. Um, What is my armor class? Uh, It's written down somewhere, I'm assuming. 14. 14 plus 2 because of my carapace, so it is a 16. He misses. Of course he does. Good. So now it's Wheels McGee's turn. He squeaks up to the uh, porker and attacks him with maximum overdrive. Apparently he pulls out a copy of the Stephen King novel and smacks him over the head with it. It's the best use of that novel. And he hits for eight damage and he takes a minus two penalty to attack everybody but wheels mcgee until the end of the until the end of wheels is next turn so who's next on the initiative order uh that would be the batter he goes at the same time as wheels all right the batter takes aim and shoots a crossbow at the flaming monkey what no and Almost assuredly misses unless your armor class is 11. It is not. So now it is the man in yellow's turn. Now it's my turn. Um, I am going to use a mental push. Which uh, hits willpower. I'm assuming these guys are all within uh, 10 of me, right? We're being very... Yeah, okay. Uh, Does a 21 hit the uh, porker's will. Yes. Great. Um, In that case, I will deal five damage to him. Okay. And he will make a basic attack as a free action uh, against against... the batter. No, the batter is not in melee range of the porker. What? The the batter is standing away shooting at range. The porker ran into melee with us. Yeah, it's a basic attack, so it could be a... the, uh, the, The... Batter could make a ranged attack if you'd like. Yeah, you yeah, could. Porker. You could hit the batter and have him shoot the porker. Okay, in that case, I will do that. My bad. It will also hit the batter's will save. Woo! And how much damage did you deal to him? Five. Hmm. 
I dealt five damage to him, and then he will do a basic attack against uh, his buddy. Okay. He hit. Sweet. So, the Parker takes six damage, and until and grants combat advantage until the beginning of the batter's turn. Yay. So that means two that, creatures uh, next to it. So, oh. Igneous George, it is your turn. Okay. So, Igneous George breaks out his comically large elephant gun. And is there a rock nearby that I can duck behind for cover? Sure. Okay, I duck back behind it. And I take aim at the uh, the batter who's doing his, his ranged attacks. And I'm going to use Ape Rage to make a super ranged weapon attack. So, this is going to be against his armor class. And I shoot my gun, and I get a nine. Okay, never mind. So I missed. You are so angry, and you failed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I can get angry every turn, so it'll be okay. Good. And now we're back to the top of the initiative. Yes. It's time for Jack Porkin. Yep, the Porker is very angry at the wheeled man and attacks him. However, the wheelchair erupts in a in a spray of porcupine quills in response to the attack pew 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 of course none of the porcupine quills actually hit the pig so pig attacks wheelchair pig probably hits wheelchair no no wait but what's the bonus for um heavy armor Mm. I don't have heavy armor. Plus seven. Dang. That's heavy armor. So it misses, actually, then. Because the tank would have heavy armor. Probably, yeah. Okay. Then it is Wheel's turn. Oh, and then the pig will belch on everybody in melee range, which would be the man in yellow and Wheel's. Because he can do that. Jerk. Plus four versus fortitude. He misses everybody. The D the D twenty loves you guys tonight. It does. Okay. I it doesn't a, like me. I slipped at a five earlier. Okay, the batter will shoot at Igneous George. I'm behind cover. Sucker. And he would miss he would have missed anyway. Sucker. Man in Yellow's turn. Um, I'm tired of the batter uh, shooting at us, so I'm just going to do a all-out psychic assault. Okay. Going to give him the old uh, brain dagger. I'm going to kill him with mind bullets. Does a... I don't know what does. Does a 22 hit his will? Yes. In that case, he takes 1d10 plus 7 psychic damage. I know I have he takes 15 psychic damage. He is now bloodied. Yeah, that's right. Got a little bloody nose. All right, sweet. Who's up? Uh, you are, Igneous George. Okay, I'm going to take another shot at that batter dude. Are we focus firing here? Are we Are we concentrating our damage? Well, we are I'm going to get really angry and use an ape rage. I just see the blood red in my eyes as I take aim and get 
A23. You hit him. Versus AC. All right. So I'm going to do weapon damage, which is 2d10. Is it literally possible for you to do less than two damage with this? Plus 1d6, plus five. No. <laughs> no plus a plus two power attack bonus. It is dead. Oh my gosh. He's done for. 20 damage. He is 18 damage overkill dead. Excellent, my simian companion. Excellent shot. Very good, Master. Maybe I can get another slice of banana. Perhaps. There's still one up. Um, you, do, you are aware how ammo works in this system, yes, Mike? Nope. You never run out until no. a dramatic moment. No, no, no. <laughs> you can make one ranged attack per combat with a, with a weapon without running out of ammo. But the minute you make a second one, at the end of combat, you might run out. Okay. Well, I better make use of this gun in case I run out of ammo. Yes. Um, the porker attacks and hits Wheels McGee. Four. Six damage and pushes him away, which leaves him and Mr. Psychic all alone together. Wheels, no. Until Wheels McGee just rolls up and on his next turn. Yeah, he takes a, a five-foot step. <laughs> he goes immediately after the porker, so... And attacks him back. And Dear Lord hits. Um, hmm. Yeah, he'll do maximum overdrive. And deals 11 damage to him. He is also bloodied. So, man in yellow, you're up. The man in yellow is very upset that he uh, dared laid laid hands upon uh, his uh, undead companion. So he will again prepare his mind bullets and just blow this uh, gross, nasty pig man away. Does an 18 hit his will? Yes. He takes 12 psychic damage. He is dead. Yes, Master, yes, very good, very good. You know... Give him the opportunity to let us pass without incident. He would have been fine, but no. He had to be a dick about it. George, you may have the second half of your banana. Ah, thank you, Master, thank you. Master, did you bring the secret sauce with you? Because if you did, then I could cook up the pork and we could eat his ribs. That sounds... Well, I mean, you could, because I, I don't eat meat. That sounds like a fantastic plan. Mm, yes, good. So I think we should take a five-minute rest right here and cook up some ribs. Absolutely. All right. As you do so, the man in yellow's carapace retreats back into his body. Ooh. And Igneous George loses the ability to speak to fish. Damn, I really wanted to use that. Instead, oh, you're going to love this. Man in yellow, you have a new Psy Alpha mutation. Oh. Cloud the Mind. As a minor action, you can choose one person within five squares, and they can't see you. Save ends. Um, you can overcharge it, and if you do, ooh, they take a minus five penalty to saving throws against the power. But if you fail the overcharge, you can't see them. Save ends. Okay. Igneous George, you have a, a hmm. you also have a psi alpha mutation, beguiling. The flavor text of which is, no, please don't hurt me. 
every, you roll your level plus three versus will against every enemy within five squares. Um, on a hit, the target can't attack you. Save ends. You can overcharge to give them a minus five penalty to saving throws against the power. But if you fail, they get a plus two bonus to all attack rolls against you for the rest of combat. Dang, those are some good ribs. And um, See, it's all about what you eat. Wheels McGee got a healing power. Woo! Does it require physical touch, which would be hilarious? No, it doesn't. Oh. And also, while you're scavenging for ribs, you f- everybody finds another piece of Omega Tech. <sighs> Gearing up here. All right. Uh, you know, Igneous George, you found a, f- a flash Neurojack. You can plug it into your neck and for the encounter as a minor action and for the rest of the encounter you get two standard actions and a plus one bonus to speed no wow okay there we go why wasn't that orc using the magic sword that he had in the chest that's silly that's poor planning extremely poor mr psychic you find in a freeze ray which is a two-handed weapon and once per encounter you can roll your level plus six versus fortitude with, and it deals 2d10 plus intelligence plus twice your level force damage if the target is stunned to the end of next turn. But you can salvage it if you're second level, but eh, sure, why not? Um, it, it becomes a light two-handed ranged weapon that dex slash int plus three accuracy and does 2d8 force damage. So just so you know, um, I didn't have time to write all that down, so you better hold on to the card. One. And all I did write down was, with my freeze worry, I will rule the world. All right, good. <laughs> and um, the wheelchair now has a cape that protects it against radiation damage. That's handy for our undead companion. <laughs> because he <laughs> won't be pestered by that, that awful uh, gamma or alpha radiation bursts. All right, then. Um, Wheels McGee also notices that there are two reinforced oak double doors that need to be broken down to get into the tower. And Oh, I can handle this, everyone. Yes. I'm really strong. Roll your strength. Okay. Can I roll athletics? Sure. To bend bars slash lift gates? Sure. Yes. Okay. So I got a solid 15. You do not bend the bars or lift the gates. Can someone help me out here? Um, Master, master, tell the ghost to help me. Actually, you're pretty buff, too. I I am much stronger than one would assume looking at me, but yes, of course. I will help. Just uh, just make sure you're standing five feet away from me. Yes, you get that gate, I'll get this gate. Okay. One, two, three. Uh, I got a 18 with my plus three strength. I got a 15 again. The man in yellow flexes and poses and then crushes the door with his massive muscular arms. I give it the older god's elbow. (sighs) Oh, man. Can you smell what Yarlahotep is cooking? Mm, Crim fraiche. Oh, also, we, we can... The group rolls 1d6 times on the ancient junk table. Which I think, which is how we get ammo, if we run out. 
Oh, oh, you also, yeah, need to, you also need to roll to see if you run out of ammo. I can't. I don't okay. Roll I got a nine, so that's probably not good. Probably not. That's fine. You're you're plenty strong. You can run up to combat and like punch dudes, right? I don't have a lot of hit points. I'm very frail. I'm very frail, master. You are. I don't want to keep you around. Got to do something with all the okay. bananas I have. Roll a one d. Roll. You roll 1d6 pairs of a d6 and a d10 is how this works, I guess. Uh, we don't actually need the ancient junk, do we? No, it looks like it's just random stupid crap, like a computer yeah. monitor, dumbbells, antacids, earphones, a mini fridge. I'll take the antacids. Actually, I'll, gi- I'll give them to Master. Master, or the watch rib. out for that heartburn. For the ribs. Yeah, the, uh, whew. That porker's going, going, fighting his way down. Ooh. Yeah, the Eldritch Ards. Oh, no, if you, if you fire more than once in a combat, you just run out. Oh. You fool. So. I'm sorry, Master. I only had two shells for my elephant gun. It's not my fault. So perhaps it's time to, you know, use the freeze ray or give the freeze ray to the monkey. But with my freeze ray, I will rule the world. No, keep it, master. Keep it. I've got my robo dog and I can just throw fireballs at things. That's true. You'll be fine. All right. The interior of the tower Dimly lit torches hang from the walls, and inside are two ten-foot-high guard platforms, one of, one of which is holding a batter armed with a crossbow. In the farm, far corner and airy is heaped with bones and carrion, the roost for an orange-furred lion with bat wings and mandibles and a long spiked tongue. Also, there's a grass planter near the door for some reason. I'd like to uh, search the planter. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, well, you know, the batters are going to shoot at you. Oh, he's going to do it stealthy. Roll stealth. Master, roll your stealth. I am pretty pretty sneaky. That was a lie. I'm remaining in cover. Yeah, I'm, I'm not remotely stealthy. I got a nine. So. Why are you going out there with a yellow jacket, sir? A little chilly in here. Don't you know it shows up? Okay. Initiative. Master, don't you know that batters are enraged by the color yellow? Oh, man. Oh, crap. Okay. Initiative. The, the batter got 10 on his initiative. There's only one? I'm cutting the encounter in half because there's only three gotcha. of us. It's designed for five. Gotcha. Well, I and got a four. I got a nine. Wheels got an 11. Man, Wheels is just showing us up. Well, to be fair. He he does have wheels. (laughs) And the Yexil got a 7. The Yexil. That is what it's called. That's the the Manticore kind of thing. Ah, The the Chimera. Alright, so who is top on the initiative? Top on the initiative is Wheels. All right, Wheels can't climb ladders. 
Uh, actually, I think he can. He ignores all difficult terrain. Yes, but the platform isn't big enough to hold two characters, so he'll just Damn. go keep the horrible Yeti beast busy by wheeling up to it and shoving his ghostly protrusion into the Yexo Mauler. Oh my gosh. Is that the ecto- ectoplasmic plunger? Yes. And he hits, I'm reasonably certain. Yes, he does. And then and deals. Hmm, nice. 19 psychic damage, then teleports away two squares. Which puts the Exo Monitor at the best number of hit points. Nice. Nice. 420 hit points. No, 69. <laughs> cool. Uh, who's up next? Next up is the batter. And the batter is on a platform above us, shooting yes. down at us? Yes. Jerk. He shoots at the guy in yellow. Why would he do such a thing? I'm just standing there looking all nice. And all yellow. Spiffy. And as established, he hates the color yellow. Is Does 20 hit, exceed your armor class? Um, it might. Perhaps by a few. Take five damage and now you, and you grant combat advantage. Oh, my kidneys. And whose turn is it now? Uh, well, now it is uh, Igneous George. All right, Igneous George is going to fire his fiery flare. No, no. In fact, I'm not going to do that. My erratic rifle hound will activate and shoot its laser barks at the Yixel. And it's going to go pew, pew, pew. And it's going to get a 17 versus reflex. That hits. Good, because otherwise this thing is going to turn around and bark me to death. And the damage it does is actually not that great. 2d8. Why did I even use this? 2d8 plus 1. Yeah, I think my uh, my fireballs are even better than this. Uh, it does 8 damage. Yeah, your, your fireballs are actually 4 better than right, that. But this is, this is active for the rest of combat. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Nice. So, so that happens, and then I'm going to I'm going to actually move back outside behind the uh, the the portcullis where the gate is, so I'm like not in range of anyone trying to shoot at me. What? So now it's the man in yellow's turn. Now it is the Exel's turn. Oh. Well, the Exel will grow tired of this nonsense, turn and eat the batter. Well, no, just like I'm looking at this and like it has enough damage to one-shot all of us. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's why I'm DPSing it Yeah, as soon as possible. So it will attack the wheelchair with its horrible bite. And miss, I think. Yes, I think so too. Wheels has an 18 in armor class. Yep, okay, sure it does. Good job, Wheels. 
Atta boy. All right, and then it is the man in yellow's turn. Uh, the man in yellow, seeing how great the uh, batter is with that uh, fun little gun of his, uh, is going to make him shoot the Exel with a mental push. Okay. <gasps> Daring. But, but Master, what if you mentally pushed the, the, the batter up there and knocked him off and he took falling damage? That, that's not what it does. That kind of a push. Different kind of push. Ugh. Ugh. My bad. No worries. Uh, so that is a 22 versus his will. Suck it, batter. That hits. So that's five damage to the batter, and he is going to take a free action at basic attack against the target of my choice, and I'm going to choose the Exel. Okay. And while he does that, I will uh, dive for cover, because I don't like getting shot. I'll hide behind that. Are you diving behind the planter? I will hide behind plant? the planter, yes. <laughs> Might I suggest using one of your ridiculous guns, Mr. Man in Yellow? Because, you know, they'll stun the horrifying monster. I mean, I could do that. That seems pretty pretty lame. Uh, Wheels is doing good up there. It's fine. Yeah, Wheels hadn't been hit. Whose turn is it now? If Wheels goes down, then we'll uh, do something. So is it Wheels' turn again? Well, did the uh, batter hit the Axel? Yes, and he did took damage. Did it do any damage? Did it do a lot of damage? It dealt seven damage. Is the Exel hurt? It is not bloodied yet, no. Is he crying yet? No. Is he angry at the batter for shooting him? Since they were supposed to be friends? Who knows? The shadow. Uh, then yes, we're back to the top of the round, and that makes it Wheels' turn. Wheels, get him! Wheels will do his crazy ghost thing again. He hits... And deals a lot of damage. Excellent. Good job, Wheels. 18 damage. Now it's bloody. And very angry. At the batter. No, at the wheelchair that just dealt even more damage than the batter did. No, it's angry at the batter. In fact, in response to being attacked, he buffets the wheelchair with his giant wings. I think it's pronounced buffet. <laughs> Which nice one, Master. Wheels armor class and deals nine damage, pushes him one square, and knocks him prone. Oh no! He can't get that wheelchair back up by himself. Well, I mean. I... And now, he, and now Wheels is bloodied. <gasps> the wheelchair is bleeding. So whose turn is it now? Uh, we're back to the batter. Wait, right, how did Wheels take damage? Who hit him? Shoots at the psychic guy. Wait, who, did, who hit Wheels? The Yexel. As a, as a free action, when it is attacked, it can counterattack. Okay, yeah, it's the batter's turn. The batter misses. Who? Who does the batter miss? Who's he taking aim at? Who's he shooting? You. Me? Yes, the guy who mind-controlled him into shooting the Yexel last turn. He can't tell that was me. He can totally tell that was me. All right. Uh, Igneous George. Okay, Igneous George. 
first off, as a minor action, I'm still uh, outside in cover, like behind, unseen. So I'm going to have the robot dog shoot now because if it, if I miss with this attack, it tries to shoot at me, but it can't see me. So whoop. it hits you anyway somehow because mad science. Uh, no, it's as a free action. The hound attacks again, targeting you. So if it can't see me, can't hit me. Good call. Yeah, see, I know how to play this game. I know how to play D&D. All right, it's going to shoot as my minor action. Shoots us at the uh, Yixel and gets a 21 against Reflex. That hits. It does a solid 10 damage. Okay. Okay. Now that that's done, Igneous George steps out into the doorway and throws a fireball, a fiery flare, if you will, at the Yixel, trying to DPS it down, getting a, a nine against its reflex. Okay, and then I just duck back. And that sure cover. does miss. Yep. Okay. Good thing we brought this Robo Dog along, which is way better than me. And that's the <laughs> end of my turn. And now it's the Yixel's turn. Is it now? Indeed, it is. All right. The Yixel walks up to wheels. And attacks him. Thank God he didn't fly. And sure as hell hits. And deals. 12 damage to him, killing him. (gasps) I mean, he's already dead, so... It's not really much of a loss, is it? Yeah, he'll be back in about three days. That's the average time it takes for him to reform there on the spiritual Mm, plane. Okay, yeah. Great. And then he walks up, and then he starts walking closer to the man in yellow. Well, that's not good. Master, no! But now it's the man in yellow's turn. It is. Well, I don't like the way that this is going, so I am going to uh, freeze ray Yexel. All right, so you roll your level plus six versus four. So seven, pl- seven plus your d20 versus its fortitude. Uh, I got a 19, so that is a 26. Does that hit its fortitude? Yes. Hot dog. What is your intelligence modifier? It is a flat nothing. Okay, so roll two d10 and add two. It's a nine. Plus a 5 is a 14, so 16. Okay, it takes 16 damage and is stunned until the end of your next turn. I am stunning. George, it'd be really great if you could come out here and uh, take care of that batter. If you could just murder that batter for me, that would be fantastic. But Master, what about the Excel? Um, I can hold him off for a little bit, but uh, if the batter murders us, then it won't help. Yes, Master, whatever you wish. Uh, whose turn is it now? We're back to the top of the round, so it's the batter's turn. <laughs> Since poor wheels. Poor wheels. The batter shoots at the guy with the gigantic freeze gun. Oh, and no. This is... Not Igneous George. I guess that means Igneous George is up, and Igneous George will command his dog 
to shoot the batter. Getting a solid 18 versus reflex. That hits. Dealing a solid uh, 5 damage. Okay. And then uh, Igneous George is going to duck out from uh, behind the uh, portcullis and lob his fiery bolt. Getting a uh, well, um, <clears throat> 11 against reflex. Nope. All right. Well, that didn't work. And then ducks back behind cover. Now whose turn is it? It's the Exel's turn. It is stunned. He's upset. He can't do anything. Um, as a minor action, uh, the man in yellow is going to overcharge his uh, alpha mutation, Cloud the Mind, and turn himself invisible. Well, to roll, roll to overcharge. Okay. I get a plus four on this. I need to beat 10. Is that what you said? Yes. I rolled a seven. So that's an 11, which beats a 10. Okay. It can't see you and takes a minus five penalty on the saving throws to get rid of that effect. Sweet. And now that I'm invisible to it, um, I will have the batter shoot it again. I will mentally push him. He hits. Uh, Yeah, I hit him too. That's a 23. So he takes five damage and then he shoots the uh, Yexel. And kills the Axel. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> also, the batter is now bloodied. Good. Man, should have been fizzled to the batter. That was dumb. Oh well. Oh well. Uh, that brings, if the Axel is down, that brings us back to the batter. Hey, better, better, better. The batter shoots at you. Gosh, why? There's a robot dog right there. And hits. He hit me. Oh, no. And deals 12 damage to you. That is literally every hit point I have. <laughs> so Yeah, you are also dying. Can I use my, um, whatchamacallit, my healing surge? Nope, you have to do that on your action. Dang it. Okay. Uh-oh. George. <laughs> and... Don't worry, Master. I'll save you. If I just kill this thing and then we take a short five-minute break, you'll be back to life. Bury me. Because that's how this game system Bury works. Me with my leftover ribs. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, the batter just went, so that probably means that Igneous George is yes. up. All right. Again, dog is going to shoot. Dog gets a 22 against reflex. Dog does a solid, oh god, uh, four damage. Okay, it's still alive. Alright, Igneous George is gonna shoot his little firebolt. And he gets a 17 against Reflex. Oh man, here it comes. Oh! That's a 16 damage. It is dead. Yes. And before anything happens, I immediately announce that we take a five minute break. And everyone comes back to life. All right. Everyone's alpha mutations go away. Wow. And the Man. freeze ray is now just a new 2d6 gun for Igneous George. Yep. Joy for, oh. for saving me. I would like okay. to give you my, my freeze ray. With it, someday, perhaps, you too can rule the world. Thank you, Master. Thank you. But just leave it on the ground right there and then step away five feet. Will do. 
Okay, um, now we get new alpha mutations. For the mental one, a dark alpha mutation called Time Slide. As a minor action, you step out of time and are removed from play. While you're under this effect, creatures don't have line of sight to you and you can't see them. In addition, you can't take any actions. You immediately except to return to your own time as an immediate reaction when a creature's turn ends. You reappear in your square or the nearest unoccupied square of your choice and take your full turn. While you're outside of time, if you overcharge this successfully, um, you regain all your hit points. If you don't, then you don't return for 1d6 hours. Oh, dang. Ooh, that's... um... That's a while. Who got that one? The man in yellow. Okay. Um, the monkey has amnesia field, which is also a psychic mutation. Um, as a standard action, each creature in the burst, everybody, uh, you roll level plus three versus will. Um, on a hit, the target forgets the events of the last five minutes, save ends. Um, if you overcharge it successfully, you hit each enemy you see instead. If you fail, you forget everything that has happened to you for the past 24 hours. Oh, awesome. Okay. And Wheels McGee has like gravity well. He can uh, make a black hole. Basically. And I think one of us got a better mutation than the other two. And I'm not saying specifically it's because he's the GMPC, but... I'm literally but... drawing them from a deck. Uh-huh. Sure. Master, master, did you find anything in that potted plant? That's a great question. Did I find anything in that potted plant? You found an unstable fibroblade. Um, I found your wife's new best friend, George. <gasps> Interesting. What does this do? Um, it is a two-handed melee weapon. You target one creature, uh, level plus six versus fortitude. If it on a hit, it deals three d six plus dexterity modifier plus twice your level force damage and ongoing five physical damage. You can take five ongoing five force damage save ends to instead make it a melee three a range three melee attack, and it can be salvaged into a light two-handed weapon. Oh, okay. Igneous George, you find a hoverboard. <gasps> um, really? You can activate it as an encounter, as an encounter move action, and until the end of the encounter, you get uh, speed plus two, ignore difficult terrain, can move over liquid surfaces, and but you have to make a medium DC acrobatics check at the end of any turn that you used it, or you fall off. Wait, wait, wait. It can move over liquid surfaces, or it cannot? Can. Oh my gosh, this is way better than Marty McFly's. And um, Wheels McGee gets power armor. <laughs> Man, why does the GM NPC get all the good stuff? Right? Not that you the hoverboard it. isn't cool. You can make but... a black hole. He has power armor. Man. Uh, <laughs> I got a vibro sword, that, a vibro knife that sort of works a little. <laughs> also, I can remove myself from time. Woo! Don't blame me, blame the deck. Can I remove myself from time to uh, work out until I have 18s and all my stats? And then come back? (laughs) Except for charisma. I want to leave that at a 20. I don't want to lower that. Master, master, what do we do? 
do we continue into this dark key? Actually, is there anywhere else to go in here in this room? Is there like another yes, door at the end of the hall? There's a staircase going down. This is where the uh, Iron King was, right? Yes. That's what we got from the uh, the guards. The Iron King is sending the robots. Okay. Since he is, is iron and the robots are also iron. Is it? Uh, are there any robots it, around here? Yeah. Uh, no. No, no robots. But you do. But you do see signs of you know metal footsteps in the dust coming up out of the stairs okay i guess we're gonna follow this uh, footsteps yeah i'm just gonna follow this straight line is this a creepy is this a spooky stairwell they're like cobwebs maybe some roiling mist down at the bottom it is October 28th, so yes. I'm going to use my firebolt to uh, destroy all the, the webs and disperse the mist. So it's no longer spooky. A very okay. angry spider that is now on fire drops down out of the ceiling. Okay. You only had two payments left on that web. Ah. He curls up and dies. Master, master, I've cleared the way. It should be safe. Except for any other enemy encounters up ahead. Surely there will be no such thing. Uh, however, I will let our newly extra mobile friend go first since he needs to test out that power armor, see how it handles the stairs. Well, no, it's um, it is, it's an encounter power like everything else. Right, but he has, he has power armor. So he's a ghost inside the power armor? Or the power armor is just know. sitting in the chair and he's just like... Ooh, all around it. Yeah, basically. I believe what you're saying is he is a ghost in this machine. A ghost in, in the shell. shell? Yes, in the shell. But you say he can't use it all the time, so it has to stand alone? That's very complex. <laughs> well, see, here's what happens <laughs> but, with but, wheels. But, but see, this is just his first gig. Next time is when it gets really confusing. Okay. The way it's going to turn out with wheels as he gets to like level 10 is he's just like outside pushing along the wheelchair and just like stacked full of magical items. <laughs> he's, just, he's kind of like a, a homeless person with a cart just like going around adventuring a gamma world. Spare change. <laughs> well, no, it's, I think it's just because this is like the, the intro adventure. So it like you just throws Omega Tech at you. You're not supposed to get it this often. No, you are. Every encounter. Every every encounter you get a hundred no. Omega Tech. Sure no, every encounter you get a new piece of Alpha Tech. Alpha mutation, but you don't get new Omega Tech. You only you're you're only supposed to be able to find Omega Tech normally if you scavenge, and that's like a chance. But in this adventure, it gives everybody a piece at the end of every combat, and you yes. can scavenge for more. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's fourth edition game design. Yeah. In a nutshell. Well we should uh we should finish looking around up here, and if we don't find anything more that's uh, entertaining or delicious, we should probably go down those stairs. Um, if w- looking through the uh, bones in the monster cage, you find a plasma deflector, which oh. is a ring. It gives you resist 10 electricity and resist 10 fire. You know, if I were that, I bet that I could stand within five feet of George. And as an immediate interrupt, when you take electricity or fire damage, you can gain resist 10 until the end of the encounter and then shoot a radiation beam at somebody. Hmm. Wait, 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 wait. Gain resist 10. 
and you can make the following ranged attack. Oh, so you can just you just activate it, and then you can make those ranged attacks. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It, no, it you makes, can. No, it makes you, you bishop. You, you make it as a you make it as a part of the activation action. You don't get yeah. it for the rest. of but you don't have you don't have to be like bishop where you have to absorb something to use the power. You could just you yes yes you do. The trigger is taking damage. Then you use the effect, and as a part of the effect, you make the attack. Okay, so in that case, you do want to stand within ten or five feet of me, and then be able to use this just like bishop. But yeah. then once you use it, it goes away. Oh, it goes forever. away in a, a one through nine, right? Um, I think that's how Omega works. Yeah. Okay. So there's a chance, as with all Omega Tech. So you're saying there's a chance. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, okay, we figured out our combo for maximum damage. I think, Master, it's time to descend down into the dark, dank, scary stairs. Yes, well. Can I have a banana? No, you can have a banana when we're done with the next frame. But I'm hungry now. Do they have bananas down there? It seems as though this Iron King probably has plenty of bananas. It's entirely possible that he has bananas. He's probably a banana hoarder. A I haven't seen a banana in these parts bananas. in years. Right? Except for your bananas. Where do you get those bananas from, Master? Well, they grow on a tree, obviously. We're having this conversation as we walk down the... Yeah, as we're working on scary fit. Yeah. There's a tree in the center of town. Anybody can get bananas. As you descend the stairs, you notice as long as they're pair, me, obviously. You notice there's a pair of batters taking cover behind a large table about twenty feet uh, away. I guess we should have been stealthy. Um, Why? I mean, yes, of course we we should have been, but we chose not you, to. You want to you want to kill him? You might. We should talk to him. Maybe you can, Master. Show them your glory and your might. Perhaps if they know, if they understand, they will. Let us pass. They'll throw down their arms. If only Gentlemen. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna make some I'm gonna make some fireworks to like you know, show off our entrance. Like some sparklers and like, you know, some fireballs, maybe some glowing, like radioactive kind of looks. You know, make this look really stunning as the uh, man in yellow walks in. And I greet the batters. Gentlemen! How are you this afternoon? Oh, no, 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 no. No reason to hide. We've we've already seen that you're home. We spoke to your friends upstairs. Do you, do you have a moment to to discuss a few things with us? We heard you fighting. Our friends are dead. Well, well, I I like to think of them as temporarily no longer among the living, but rest assured Soon, soon, they will rise and they will join the ranks of my undead army. Yes, look at the master's friend here, Wheels. You see what happens to those that oppose him. Now, would you like to join my undead army? Or, or alternately, would you like to uh, join me willingly, stand aside and let us pass and go speak with your... Iron King, I believe he's called. And when you when he mentions joining the undead army, I have a crack of thunder go off just to accentuate the point. How, how, how do you have a, a crack of thunder go off? He has a sheet know. of aluminum, obviously. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> that so is a random slow, junk I found. That is slowly melting in his hands. <laughs> it's very hot. It's like it keeps my ribs fresh. <laughs> but, but, but 
no, no you, you can't be. The, the Iron King says not to believe the outsiders. Now, now, I understand. The Iron King is probably very scary. But think of this. Upstairs, we did, in fact, kill your friend. And also that weird flying thing with the tail and the lion's face. Now, there are two of you down here, but neither of you is a weird flying thing with a tail and a lion's face. So I have to ask you, what do you think your odds are against the three of us? Um, not good. That's correct. So I'll ask you again one last time. Do you want to stand aside and let us pass? Or would you rather we murder you horribly, massive amounts of pain, and I raise you to, jo to join my undead army when we're finished? Maybe we just leave forever? That is a fantastic plan. Up the stairs. There you go. There you go. Oh, also, and if you think you can turn around and stab us in the back, I will have my, my monkey George here burn you alive from the inside out. Fireball, fireball. They, they screech and run away. Good boys. Yes, master. Very good. So good. Your, your glory has impressed so many. I am awful glorious. It's true. It's true. It's true. And so humble. It's really the humility. Is there anything else in this room? We can just skip the rest of the combat if you don't want to do it. No, we can do more combat. It's fun. <laughs> I just, I just like, well, no, like, like this combat. There's other encounters. It's just oh. Well, I figured one. that since they ran away, I was going to let them pass. <laughs> if they no, want no. to run, then I can just, you know, intimidate them into running away. They, they run the fuck away. Good job. Mission successful. Um, there, it, there's a large um, machine in a side room to this one that makes you feel uncomfortable when you walk near it and generally just hurts your skin even being near it. Hmm. Uh, is it glowing radioactively? Um, no, it's just... It hurts your brains, too. Yeah, um, let's just... Master, let's not go close to that. Are you sure? I'm not sure that uh, that, that thing I mean, belongs in this reality. Yes, it could be from another dimension. Uh, maybe maybe Wheels should check it out. He's got power armor anyway. He does and anti-radioactive um, cloak. He's got a sweet cape. He does have that nice cape right there. That's true. Uh, okay. <laughs> Wheels, check uh, that out. I'm gonna I'm gonna push Wheels's wheelchair towards the the giant scary machine. He starts screaming in pain. He oh. has a radioactive cloak because it's not radiation damage. Oh, oh, okay. Um, um, I've rope. Do I have a hook? <laughs> uh, you're, you're, wait, were you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to lasso. I'm gonna try to lasso uh, uh, wheels. I get a. I have good athletics, and I get a twenty-one to lasso him. <laughs> you lasso the wheelchair. I pull him back. I pull him back. Oh gosh! Why uh, did you do that, you monster? Uh, the master told me to. We are in. It's fact, okay. All right. 
rather monstrous. Yeah, we, we can wait five minutes and uh, you'll be fully healed. Don't worry. So do you want new mutations then? Well, did he actually take damage? If you pushed him close to the machine, yes, he takes 1d6 psychic damage. Oh, uh, yeah, we should probably wait five minutes then. After five minutes, we're all feeling better. So let's get new mutations then. I guess if you guys don't want time slide and amnesia. Good. I mean, you know, we want to have full HP. Yes, okay. Um, Mr. Psychic, you have stink glands. Excuse you. Whenever another creature starts its turn within two squares of you, your odor pushes it away one square. In addition, it is slowed and takes a minus two penalty to attack rolls. Um, you can overcharge this, um, and if you do, any creature that gets pushed away takes ten poison damage, but if you fail the overcharge, you take a minus two penalty to attack rolls. Okay. Mr. Psychic, you have another bio one, Adaptive Resistance. Um... When you take damage, you get resist 10 to that damage type until this while this card is readied. Um, if you overcharge it, you can instead be immune or get vulnerable 5 if you fail. Alright, that was for George? Yes. Cool. And um, Wheels McGee gets Nitro Boosts. <laughs> Good for him. Although that Sounds like it would be more Omega Tech. Well, no, it's accelerated reflexes, but he's a wheelchair, so he has nothing. Oh, right, right, right. Nice. Uh, so I think we should just go on to the next room and, um, you know, keep the shark swimming. The chamber, like, the walls of the room that you're currently in give way to broken rock, broken rock and barely worked stone as a series of caverns are basically the only way to proceed from here um as you enter the chambers are dimly lit by patches of glowing blue moss the fluttering of wings echoes from somewhere deeper within do any of you have science as a skill no no then you have no idea what the blue moss does it glows i can see it from here don't touch the moss because I don't know what it does George do not eat the moss George I was going to master eat some of the moss let's see what happens I'm curious no don't eat the moss bad for you All right. okay good well I would have master if you asked me to no I know you would you're you're a good little monkey thank you master so it's a a like a, a natural cavern down here okay yes well, let's continue on into the natural cavern part. Stealthily. Let's do it stealthily as to try to avoid stealthily combat. Stealthily as we know how. There's a large patch of moss covering the floor leading into the next the next cavern. And it looks... You would have to be rather athletic to jump over it without touching it. Well, I'm pretty athletic, but maybe we can come up with, come up with an engineering solution here. Uh, are, are there any like stalagmites or anything like that? Stalactites, even? Not really. Look around. Can you can you construct a rudimentary lathe? Yeah, I was thinking like we have rope in our adventurer packs. Uh, we can just like make a little rope bridge. 
Um, I Do we like... have any ten foot poles? We could vault. I would the like real to. Uh... Can vault, sure. Um, I think he can. With his power armor. Okay, let's roll athletics checks to see if we yeah, can get over the moss. I'm gonna jump. Ooh, does a twenty-one make it? This is a really good die. Sure, you you leap majestically over the moss like a gazelle. Igneous George, you roll. All right, I got a twenty-seven. You also leap majestically that over the moss. Be a better die than I. Good. All right. And let's see if um, our friend manages. Wait, 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 wait. First, I would like to throw him a rope. So that I can help. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, so I can help. Okay, so he gets a plus two bonus on the roll. Yes. He rolled a one. That's a plus two bonus. Yeah, plus his athletics. He's pretty athletic. He got an 11 total. It's still good. It's still good. Lands in the boss and you hear horrible screeching from behind you. Uh... Is that from the boss? No. It is, in fact, from the um, glowing gamma moths and horrible red blood birds that are not so happy about this. Oh, no. As someone has disturbed the moss which they use. Uh, run? Could we just run? Let's run. I'm hopping on my hoverboard. <laughs> oh, shit. I had a hoverboard the entire time. Yes, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Oh, damn it. Master, hop on the hoverboard with me. Wheels, you're really fast anyway. Let's skedaddle. Uh, so wheels will push us away as we as we hoverboard along. Yeah. What's your fortitude? Wheels has, has nitro boosts as well. I think we're good. What was that game, Master? What's your fortitude? Um, Mine is a character sheet away. Mine's 16. 16. Mine's also a 16. All right. Wait, no, I was looking at your sheet. As you are attempting to flee from combat, the one of the moths shoots a beam of radiation at you, hitting you for 15 radi- no, 13 radiation damage, and your weakened okay, saved ends. Um, I'm, I'm dead. And anybody else on the hoverboard takes 5 radiation damage. <laughs> no, George! Also, also, wait a minute. Don't you have that ring? Guess who took five damage from fire that was just resisted? Yeah. The man in yellow. Because I have that ring. So you can shoot radiation damage at the uh, moth that is immune to radiation damage. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Can I shoot fire damage? Te- technicality. No, you could, you, could, you could maybe shoot it at the bird that only has resist 10 radiation. Hmm. Doesn't seem fair at all. Um, instead, um, I will do a psychic assault on the moth, on the, on the zappy moth. Okay. Shoot him at shoot moth. That's not cool. I'll blow up his little mothy brain. Oh, yeah, that's definitely going to hit. That's a 24 versus Will. Yep, that hits. 
and I blow up his brain with 14 psychic damage. He's still not bloodied. Pew! Oh, he will be. Wheels will get behind the hoverboard and um, get us out of here. Um, toss his enviro cape to the man in yellow, giving him resist fifteen radiation damage. That'll work. And then run the fuck away. And push the hoverboard on the way. Yes. Nice. Squeaky, 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 Basically, running, running away. Um, well, you're ta- well. I'm assuming you're taking pop shots at the yep. moth that is trying to kill you. I will kill it with my mind bullets. All right. Well, it will make another take a take a shot at you, and crit. No. <clears throat> So, um, it deals two radiation damage to you, even through your resist. 15. Oh no, even through the resist. Because oh, well, it would have built 17 otherwise. That super duper murdered me, so. What? It super duper murdered me without the cape, so I can't complain too much. Yeah. And Maybe. deal five damage to the ghost. It is now your turn to attack the damage. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely assault him again with my psychic. Hey, hey, psychic guy! You have yeah. the cracked ray gun. I do have a crack gun. That is true. I do, in fact, have the alien gamma ray gun, but it only That's... has one shot. But it deals 48 damage. You could get that. lucky. Anything's possible. Alright, fine. I will shoot him with my alien gamma ray guns, and he's going to take some alien gamma ray damage. And this will be a plus. So it's an 18 on the die. You hit. Yay! He deals how much damage? 4d8 plus your wisdom modifier plus twice your level. damage? That's a lot of d8. That's what you said. 48 damage. Uh, so that's 9 plus... Wait, there's an 8. 9 plus 12 is 21 plus wisdom is 2. That's 23 damage. Um, and it explodes. Asleep. And he falls asleep. And then you fall asleep. <sighs> And Wheels continues rolling you the fuck away. Can we rest for five minutes so I don't die? Thanks. Yes, yes, you can. I failed a death save. But I guess I'm alive now, so we're all good. Yep, and you're taking a rest so the death save failures go away anyways. Yeah. Okay, Elf Mutation Cycle again. George, you can have two bananas. I saw what you did back there. You earned it. Uh... I didn't do anything, Master. You I kind of just completely effed that situation. Jumped in front of that uh, that laser that was meant for me. Yeah, sure, sure. I'm gonna go with that. And roll a one d twenty to see if your um, cracked ray gun still works. Come on, crack rays! Come on, crack rays! That's a three. It does not. Oh. Oh, wait, I have to roll for the uh, hoverboard. Yes, you do. 
Oh, it's gone. Well, you still have the Flash Neurojack. And the man and you got the freeze ray. And the man in yellow still has the plasma deflector. And the vibroblade. Okay, new mutations. Man in yellow. You have a dark mutation called redirection. When an enemy hits you with a ranged attack, you can choose a creature within five squares of you that gets attacked instead. If you manage to overcharge it, that attack is an automatic critical hit. If you fail the overcharge, it's a critical hit at you instead. Okay. Um, Igneous George, you have a psi power of confusion. Uh, target one creature, the attack roll is your level plus three versus will. On a hit, the creature is confused. Which is Sweet. d20 confusion. You roll one d6 and that determines what it does. And if you manage to overcharge it, you get to choose what they do when they're confused. All right, cool. And Wheels has literal Nightcrawler teleportation. The flavor bam. text on it is BAMF. BAM, BAM. Yep, GM, NPC, character, guy, getting everything. I am, armor, and look, there is a black hole. is the last figure of the elves. He's now their king. Because <laughs> it's random. You, anybody could have got that. Anybody. You know what? Let's just skip to the last combat. Oh, <laughs> well, we make, we well, make it down no, the hall. Then no. what happens? No, we don't have to. We don't have to fight. Maybe we can talk it through with this this king of iron. This iron king. Yeah, wouldn't that be ironic? Huh? Huh? Like Rayhian on your wedding day. Yes, master. What's our game plan to talk to this? Iron King. Also, why? What is our goal? We should probably discuss that before going in here into his court. Yeah, our goal was to stop the robots from uh, destroying my favorite rib shack. Oh yes, good, good. Also, you don't plan, you don't want to take the robots for yourself, Master? The plan when you fight anybody who is an Iron King, of course, is a cook-off. Oh <gasps> yes, he, I am into this. He is Let's the Iron Chef. But I am the Eldritch Cook, so... Oh my gosh, I'm ready for this. I'm so ready. <laughs> yes, Master, yes. I will be your sous chef once more. Yes. Yes, you will. Okay, Master. So we let's make it, go in there and the let's... Throne room. Let's knock him dead. Quite literally? No, no, no. Well, well, no, well no, I mean, no. only if he wins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the encounter here and I'm just going to play this out exactly how the game says it considering this is supposed to be an adventure for five first level characters no 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 because I'm challenging the Iron Chef King to a cook off well I mean, what do we see as we open the door a huge mechanized arm hangs from the 30 foot high ceiling and the game's masteratic machines hung, hum along the chamber's periphery. Two massive vats swirl with scintillating colors. The fluid appears to move on its own. Um, hoop warriors and laser bots protect a large hoop standing on a 10-foot-high platform that has a flashing computer console. The hoop wears a shiny iron helmet. And hoop are anthropomorphic rabbits. Master. Iron King! 
I challenge you to a cook-off. Make a persuasion check. (laughs) I'm good at that. I'm going to assist by doing my pyrotechnics work as usual. And I think we should assist with some uh, cool uh, phantasmic uh, coloring. Absolutely. He does the lights. So that is a 28 on my... uh... My persuasion roll. Oh yeah. Here in Iron Chef Arena. What does he say? What does he say? <laughs> He's just stunned. He's just stunned. As well he should be. We were pretty No one expected this. He was he was manning the defenses, getting everything ready, probably like laying some traps, and then here we walk in, challenging him to the ultimate cook off. You know what? Why the fuck not? <laughs> One of the hoops walks into the middle of the arena and screams in a very loud voice, Today's secret ingredient is nanomachines! Mm, yes, good, Master, good. Nanomachines. They're going to be making something very small, it sounds like. All right. Mm. We need to go the opposite route and make yes. nano-macrobiotics. Oh! <gasps> Genius, Master, genius! Perhaps we could start with that giant arm up there. There must be some kind of salvageable technology in there. Well, he is controlling the giant arm with his crown. Oh. That's fine. So there is good salvage tech in there. Hmm. That's fine. We're going to need a uh, bunch of barley and some quinoa for our macrobiotic meal. Yes, of course, Master. I already have it with me. It's in my seasoning pouch. Excellent. Also, uh, I have some some batter glands here, and also some batter eyes, just in case. And if if you'll recall, we do still have the ribs from the um, from the 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 Gamorian guard earlier. So yes, of course, I preserved them with the freeze ray. So we're going to wrap those in your tin sheet, and <laughs> we're going to heat them slow okay, good, good. and and you know cook them nice and long. Good, good, good. No, we're also what, what, is, what, what does Wheels have? Wheels, do you have anything we can use? The power armor. So we're going to need to convert that power armor into a stove real fast. The, f- the fusion reactor in it is the stove. The fusion, of yeah. course. Yes, it's a of transforming course. power armor. And, and you know what? If we have to braise something, we can take the electric chair and just reroute some, some power through that. Absolutely. Okay, great. This is awesome. <laughs> So how do we determine who wins this this chili cook-off that we're having? I don't fucking know. What do you mean the system doesn't support this? What do you mean? There's no cooking skill. That sounds charisma-based to me. (laughs) Well, surely there there has to be some presentation, so that's charisma. So, um, so wait, wait, wait. I think dexterity is important. You said that these course. guys were um, were hoops, which are giant rabbits. Yes. So we could make Hoss and Pfeffer stew <laughs> if one of them wanders too close. I think the judges might um, not appreciate that. Well, are the judges all rabbits also? Yes. Well, in that case, we're going to double down on the quinoa. <laughs> so much quinoa. Because <laughs> that is 100% rabbit food. Um, just FYI, if I had mm-hmm. run this combat as designed, 
if he managed to beat you on initiative, um, he would have killed all of you in the first round. <laughs> That's a good I, thing I that I came it. up with the Iron Chef idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> entered by a single door and he has a grenade launcher. Well, I'm sure he can use those pineapples for uh, his his cooking. So what skills do you want to use in this roll-off? Well, I'll be I think, I think skill. I think for preparation, we have to use something dexterity-based, like acrobatics, acrobatics, probably. Maybe athletics. Maybe athletics. I think it's either acrobatics or athletics. Now, for the actual cooking, it's probably going to be either mechanics or science, which is intelligence either way i don't think anyone has that no one has that but for presentation side. for presentation it's all interaction it's all interaction it's all how the how the the man in yellow our evil deity from beyond space and time in mortal form can present this food to these rabbits so it's all interaction so uh i'll do i'll do athletics i'll do the athletics check to see how this goes um i get a plus eight for, for preparation as a sous chef. 26. I think that's pretty good. Yep, that's pretty good. Now, I think Wheels is going to be doing the uh, mechanics or science cooking, right? Sure, why not? I think 100% he will. Yeah. You realize you didn't give me either of those skills. I don't no think I, any of us have any of those skills. <laughs> he got eight. None of us actually know how to cook. He got okay. Uh, so I did great prep. He he cooked it a little bit too long, a little bit too long, a little bit of will. But this is where the man in yellow comes in with the presentation work, and that is a natural twenty on the presentation. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right, let's see what happens. Let's see what the rabbits come up with. Um, uh, that is. Um, a 24 on the prep work. Okay, we, we beat them. We beat them just a little bit. We um, had a little bit of an edge. We brought in some materials they weren't expecting. Using one of the laser bots for the cooking, um, they get a 20. Okay, I mean, they, they actually know how to cook. That makes sense. They're, they're robots. They're programmed for this stuff. We just have a ghost. He doesn't even know how to taste food. That's true. He did not he did not season it very well. No. And for the charismatic presentation of his nanobot based dish. He got an eighteen on the dice. Uh what that natural twenty was a what total? That's a thirty three total. Critical thirty three. Yeah, I don't think the rabbit's gonna beat you on that. So we unveil our dishes. The judges taste them all. You know, it's a nice three-course meal from each of us. They just mm. do a couple little bites each. While theirs is perhaps better seasoned, slightly less uh, crisp around the edges, maybe, uh, ours looks gorgeous. Just jaw-dropping presentation. Yes. Blows theirs away. Theirs is just, you know, a tossed salad and, you know, maybe, you know, 
boiled carrot soup. Very playing to the audience. Yeah. Obviously. But our, our, our nanite seasoned quinoa, which changes color with the lighting of the room, which, by the way, Wheels is controlling with his phantasmal spectral lights. It's just incredible. And the just tantalizes their very alone. senses. The miso soup alone is enough to make their little mouths water, their little ears oh. twitch. Little cotton tails wag back and forth in happiness. In a peak of rage, the Iron King screeches at the gu- at the judges, I demand a recount, and then kills them all with his grenade launcher. Roll initiative. <gasps> oh! Iron King, I was not expecting such kung fu treachery from an honorable man such as yourself. Oh, Jesus. The Iron King gets 15 on his initiative. Well, he goes way before me, because I got a 2. <laughs> 17 for Igneous George. And Wheels got 7. So Igneous George, you go first. I'm going to use my Confusion Psy Power on the Iron King immediately. It's a level plus 3 versus Will. Oof. Oof. Also, I have to get pretty close to use this. Um, You know what? Wait, 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 wait. No, it's 5 squares. Yeah, yeah, so it's 25 feet. I still have to get pretty close. Um, mm, 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 mm. I'm just reading my overcharge. Excuse me, overcharge. Uh, you hit with this power, you can roll a d20. Oh my gosh, I'm overcharging. I'm overcharging my confusion. Roll d20. Uh, do I have any bonuses? I don't think for Psy. I think I do. I have a plus two. Yeah, power for gives you plus two to Psy. 19 overcharge so that means that we're going to be constantly confusing this guy each turn well, um, no, he, he's confused say it oh, ends. Okay. yeah yeah and now i make the attack well no well if yeah now you have to roll to see if you hit yes yep so i make that roll and i don't so okay but... uh is there any place i can take cover from the grenade launcher no if you had to move closer to hit him then that was your movement Ah, uh, okay, cool. So, that's awkward. And now it's the Iron King. He screeches in rage. Um, how dare you impinge the beauty and perfection of my vegetarian pizza? And he rushes at... Um, Igneous George and attacks him with his katana because, of course, he has a fucking katana. It's okay. I can dodge. Um, 20 versus AC. I didn't I didn't dodge. You could have, though, if you chose. You take 16. You take 11 damage. I'm dead. No, you take 11 damage. I'm dead. You, you only have 11 hit points? 10 hit points. How do you have fewer hit points than me? Uh, my constitution 6. Whoa. Are you got are you are we supposed to be leveling up during the adventure? I don't know. I don't know how this game works. Yeah, like nor- normally you would say, like, you know, you guys level up at this point or whatever, but no, it's just Unknown. But I'm on the floor bleeding right now. Master It was a phenomenal dish. <laughs> Whose turn is it now? Wheels' turn? <laughs> It is, in fact, Wheels' turn. Wheels, you better bust out that power armor. <laughs> There's no need holding it we back. We used now. it to cook! Son of a gun. 
wheels teleports behind the Iron King and goes, nothing personal, kid. And then um, attacks him with maximum overdrive. Um, which misses, because he's a level 5 controller. Good lord. Yeah, I, this adventure seems poorly designed. Oh, well. Well, to be fair, there's supposed to be like five of us. So. Well, yeah, there's supposed to be five of you, but still, there, there's supposed to. He's also supposed to have two laser bots and two warriors in this combat. Yeah, D and D fourth edition uh, does not scale well between levels. Um, so, like level one people going against level five stuff is extremely deadly. Yeah, like level like, one, pretty much up, impossible. Level to hit one them. can normally punch up to level three, but not level yeah. five. So this is yeah, pretty questionably designed. But uh, I don't know. Let's see what the man in yellow can do. It, it, maybe he just wants to run. Um, no, 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 no. The man in he fears nothing. Is going to if he dies, if he's struck down, he will just become more powerful than the Iron King could possibly imagine. Yes, and to uh, to uh, you know make that even more obvious, I'm going to whip out my vibroblade. Whoa. And I will charge the Iron King, and I will stab him with said vibroblade. It rolled se- plus seven versus fortitude. He can't be very fortitudinal, right? You'd think. Oh, it's another nat twenty. I love this die. This is my favorite. Okay, so guy. you deal max damage to him. Great. What's your dexterity it. modifier? Uh, my dexterity modifier. Yes. Uh, that is a nothing. All right, so you deal. 20 damage to him, an ongoing 5 physical. And I just stab him right in the back of the face, and he just dies, right? No, he has 60 hit points because he's level no, 5. I'm pretty pretty sure Vibroblade, Nat Crit, takes off it's, his head. Yeah, it's, If this were any other edition of D&D. It's a Vorpal Sword, so I totally just knocked his head clean Come off. On. <laughs> this is a mutiny. This is a mutiny. <laughs> Yeah, he's a mutiny rabbit, and you're a mutiny monkey, and... You lop off his head, it flies into the vat of nanomachines, which then create the most amazing Hassenpfeffer you have ever seen. Oh, sweet. Combat over. We're opening a restaurant down here, you guys. And he was wasting all of this on robots. Ah, what was he thinking? I say say after five minutes, and recovering from death yet again. The first thing we're going to do is build a robot, send it to town. Unfortunately, since you lopped off his head and it flew into the nanite vat, his head was wearing the crown that allows you to that would have allowed you to control the robots. Oh no! Uh, we'll, we'll we'll be able to make a a controller or something eventually. But for now, look at this great oven we have and all of this fresh rabbit that's just sitting here. I mean, we're good to go. Also, we have the spooky environs and the glowing moss. I mean, this is great. This is going to be an amazing theme restaurant. Yeah. And that's how we rebuild the capitalist society. Sweet. Adventure over. The end. We should record a commercial for our new restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Come on down to Nano's. When you're here. Come for for the ambiance. Stay because the wall regrew during during, while you were here and now no one can leave. Help us, please. Now there is. (laughs) Come for the fair prices. Stay because there is no exit. There is only nano. Yeah. 
so that's that's Gamma World right there. Um, this is, the system's pretty good. It's definitely the uh, fourth edition like tactical combat and uh, that sort of stuff. But the the random powers and that sort of thing really does make it pretty interesting and fun. Um, you know, the the constant change to your character in that sort of way is neat and uh, definitely the, like it. I think except cool. when the DM gets all the fun powers, apparently. Yeah, well, no, I mean, that's not time. normally how you play. <laughs> But it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, you know, this was... We're playing just uh, one of the adventures out of the book um, that uh, Matt here grabbed, and it was that kind of fourth edition design of you just walk from room to room linearly Hello. going through combats. I, no, I, I've seen fourth edition adventures that have more stuff than that. It's just that this mm-hmm. one is literally just, oh, you leave this combat, and then there's yeah. another combat. And that, this is from one of the expansion books, right? No, this isn't the core book. This is oh, the Gamma World core core, This is the Gamma World Core Adventure. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, so the Famine in Fargo um, expansion pack, which I picked up because Fargo, ha 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 ha, ha um, uh... has an adventure in it. Which, um, yeah, that's not good. Um, the sixth encounter puts you up against a level six elite brute, and the party is um, what level? One, two, three. I'm checking. Um, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. But we'll continue talking. I'll look this up. Five third level characters. By the adventure's end, they should be six level. So apparently, they are expecting you to level up hmm. during the adventure. Yeah. So I think I have to ask Chig, would you play again? Gamma World, 7th edition, D&D, 4th edition. I 100% would play Gamma World again. In fact, I think I'm going to go buy the uh, box that's sitting on my friendly local gaming store's uh, shelf. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, this game is like not super cheap online, but my FLGS just had a copy sitting there and both expansions. And I was like, well, I guess I'll, I'll get it because we're going to be playing this. And there's a copy just sitting at your local store as well, so... There's still uh, some copies out there. It's it's neat. It's fun. Uh, it is, as Matt pointed out, phenomenal for one shots. Um, I think if you know if you go and you design your own adventure and introduce some kind of cool investigation and NPC interactions, you know, really play up the goofy post apocalyptic mashing together of all these different dimensions. Um, it's just a great setting, a lot of fun. To just uh, play for a night. So yeah, that's my opinion of it. Well, Mike, you say it's expensive online. Did you know it's on Drive? I did RPG? know it's on Drive Through RPG, and you can get all the cards for pretty cheap. Uh-huh. So that's another good option because, yeah, this game for some reason, Wizards of the Coast introduced booster packs for it for like additional uh, alpha mutations and Omega Tech. Yeah. Random yeah, booster packs. Random yes. booster packs yeah, is that you build your own mutation deck, and you have a set of seven cards and seven. You have a set of seven mutations that you yourself want to rotate through. So, like, if your character has is good at psi mutations, you just want a deck of nothing but psi mutations. Yeah. So it has that kind of, like, deck building aspect, which, you know, is kind of interesting. I just wish it wasn't having to buy booster packs, random booster packs. But, yeah, it's all good. So, But I believe yeah. all those cards are also available on drive-thru. They are. They are. They are. Yeah. You can print them out yourself and put them in your uh, your card sleeves and play at home, and not have to worry about randomization. Indeed. Cool. Well, so, in addition to the fact that you probably can't find the booster packs anymore because this game is several years old. 
Yeah. Well, I'm not sure how well they sold because my friendly local gaming store also has several of those. <laughs> so they're still out there. I think you get a booster with the core box. Right, but they have a box of boosters still on the shelf. So I'm saying, yeah. yeah. Your folks has your folks has more stuff than mine does. Yeah, my my friendly local gaming store is in a uh, old uh, like Walmart. They had to move out of their old building because they outgrew it. They have oh the... yeah, my it's friendly local gaming awesome. store is um built into the bottom floor of an apartment building and is two apartments basically fused together. Yeah, Sounds mine's about right. Mine's larger. Than nice. That. Well, uh, Matt, thank you very much for running Gamma World Seventh Edition fourth edition for us uh it was really cool and uh great to uh to go through uh definitely appreciate you putting in the time for that and uh yeah of course we are darker days radio and we will be back to our regularly scheduled kinds of episodes uh very soon um but if you want to you know drop us a line uh check out some of our normal world of darkness content you can check us out over at darker-days.org uh, send us a uh, join our Facebook or send us a message there at facebook.com slash darker days radio. We're of course on Google plus and the link is in the show notes. And finally we are on Twitter at darker days radio. So yeah, thanks uh, guys for hanging out, playing a little role-playing with us and doing a little uh, quick actual play right here. It was a uh, good fun and uh, yeah. See you all again soon. Good night, everybody. Good night.